What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And it's your girl, Mella G. With special guests. TJ Lucy. See, Darius. See, Darius. Wow. You loaded up for wow. the A. I you did. It up you said you seen it. My you shoulders were up. I'm sorry. We had a conversation about this before. We did. We did. It, you know, it was too much time in between. My mind went back. For, for, forget, forget about it. This is our running thing. This is our running thing. It'll be a different thing each time. Yep. Yep. Darius. Funny uh, us. Hey, well, but this is conversate. This is conversate. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so. We have a special you know, guest on the show, and we, do. Yep, we got yep. to kick this show off with uh, our first intro into uh, how you living. How you living? Yes. Mella G. Whew. I don't know if that was loud or not, but I'm living, uh, <laughs> living well. Number one, I don't sound like a man this week. Okay, now let's mm. let's just go ahead and address that because I did not that, know that needs context. Like that. <laughs> that needs context. <laughs> yeah, that needs a lot. What? That sounded like a man last week. I mean, you know, people have viewed this for the first time. It's they're oh, gonna, that well, lacks a for, lot of context. For those that didn't view last week, what are y'all doing? Because y'all in this group, y'all see we going live. <laughs> we had an interview with Shawnee, and the whole entire time, I did not know that I sounded like a man until I went to go play back. And I actually got tagged in a comment, was like, sis, what's going on with your voice? And I didn't even know that my voice was sounding like that. And I wish that somebody would have told me that I sounded like that so that I could change it. But now there's a whole almost two hours of us alive. I just thought your voice changed. Yeah, me too. I thought you had went up up north. Yeah, exactly. You just got sick or something. Because I don't talk to you guys outside of this, so. Hey, Anyways. I you know could have drunk some tea or something. Nah. That sounds cold. That, <laughs> that sounds cold when you say it like that. <laughs> My voice okay. hasn't changed. That's that's the okay. that's why I addressed right. it. That's why I said it. Okay, okay. Anyways, other than that, um, I've been living really well. I've been uh looking for options for therapy, um, which I feel like I mm-hmm. found one, uh, to really kind of address certain things in my life which you will find out in the podcast that i'm releasing tomorrow the episode i'm releasing tomorrow um but no i just really this morning i kind of just woke up in really good spirits and that's been it's been a while since i've been able to wake up in good spirits um Mm. just kind of motivated and really kind of to take on the day um and so like i don't know if you've seen it or not but i've finally finalized my aesthetic for my Instagram for my podcast um and so I'm feeling really good about that and the the new season that I have coming up and just uh, looking forward to share my life in the most open and transparent way um as a learning experience like I don't want to feel like I have all the solutions to every problem but I just want to give people the opportunity to relate and also be able to ask the same questions that I'm asking myself as I'm learning too um, so yeah, I just been really excited to launch, relaunch my podcast. Um, I have some amazing interns that's working for the Artakai that's been doing an amazing job on the page. I've been able to get a lot more clients, uh, just with, um, being able to advertise the services that I do have. So that's been really great as well. 
So everything's on the up and up. I, I'm really excited about what God is doing in the season and just where he has my focus. And um, I'm excited to see what comes of it. Awesomeness, awesomeness. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good right there, Melody. How you living, Takaya? I am feeling good. There's coffee in this cup, just oh. as a disclaimer. What wasn't thinking it till now? Wasn't thinking yeah. of anything till now. I realized I said. I will assume it's vodka now. Thank you. Continue. I said feeling good, and I thought I should clarify that I'm not drinking alcohol. But <laughs> but I am good. I just finished my uh, first semester of my doctorate program. So oh, all the tears. That's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> And survived and didn't drop out because I thought about There's it many times. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm done with that. I've been back at work. This is about to be week three. Our kids come back remotely next week. So that's about to be an adventure. So mm -hmm. I've been focusing on preparing that. These are some interesting times we're living in. So yes. Yeah. I'll have some grace when your children speak, <laughs> please. <laughs> Hey, oh yeah, boy. that's right. Look out, don't, don't be coming at your teachers like that, man. You know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm about to start a coalition, you know what I'm saying? Teachers can enlist me to knock other people's parents out. You know? Wow. Not it's a part of that. I'm not condoning that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I'm here for it. And I'm here for it. Oh, you said man. it. Uh, this is all Darius Cummins Productions. Thank you. you know yes. For clarifying. There's no violence coming from teachers. I'm just saying, if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, How you living, Stephen Neal? <laughs> oh, man. Well, well. Um, I'm living great. Uh, a lot of things coming down the pipeline. First of all, I just completed a class from the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. Um, hey my first intro class. So that was great. Just learning some techniques and meeting some people. I was like with uh, nine other people. Uh, two people were uh, zooming in like out of necessity, not just because of the um, uh, pandemic, but one student was in San Francisco. Uh, wow. I guess she was, uh, had heard about this class in Atlanta and uh, wanted to take it. So, you know, I ended up uh, getting uh, her information. And um, so that was interesting. Just uh, good energy, uh, good vibes. And now I'm just going to reach out to people on the next steps, like uh, representation or just booking stuff, like stuff like that. So uh, excited about yeah. that possibility, having that in my, you know, back pocket, front pocket or whatever, whatever it ends up being. So, uh, the next thing was that I'm on a whole 30 again, guys. You know, no brains, no sugar, nope, none of that stuff. None of those. I seen crab legs were still in play. <laughs> hey, that's a hundred yeah. percent compliant. A hundred percent. I'm right. not using any I'm butter. Never going anywhere. Yes, crab. You lane. know, exactly. You know, I use clarified butter if I'm dipping. Uh, that's that's. It's all legal. It's all. Man, it's all good. Do it. Yeah, man. 
but but yeah so i'm on day nine you know i started at the beginning of the month that kind of just makes it easier to keep track so uh on day nine doing well so far uh my blood sugar um i haven't really checked it yet because you're not supposed to really check numbers and stuff like that like you'll make yourself crazy doing that like with weight and stuff like that um but uh at the beginning, it was in the 300s. I'm just going to say that right now. I have very high blood sugar, naturally. So mm. uh, this helps keep it in check. But then the key is to find something to stick to once I get off the 30 days. Because yeah. see, inevitably, what happens is that I'm so glad that the whole 30 is over that I have like two pizzas or something i don't, I don't know <laughs> that's real. uh and then it's over it's a ruin it's over you know all that much that much bread at one time your body converts into sugar it you know it never ends so yeah, uh so yeah that's that's what's been going on things have been good uh still working from home of course like you know a lot of people you know i've been here for like oh geez five months it's been five months just working here like right where you see my, my computer desk is right over there. So, uh, yeah, man. So that's all that's been going on with yours truly. That's what's up. That's what's up. How, uh, how you living? How, how you living there? Right, right, right. That's yeah, what's up. What's you going know, on today? Golly, you know Jesus what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. Like, the past couple of days, I've been off, you know what I'm saying, like, supremely. I know, like, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday. It was Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember, man. But I was, like, supremely depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I ain't had no feeling like that since I was young. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just, I don't know, I was in my head for some reason. Like, I, I rarely get in my head and go crazy in that joint and you know what i'm saying i was just like thinking about a bunch of stuff and you know i've been studying for this exam which i'm supposed to take saturday i pushed it back i'm supposed to take it on my birthday but i honestly i was just like i i feel like i'm prepared to take it but at the same time i don't want to fail and that fact that i may fail because it is you know what i'm saying kind of it ain't an easy test you know what i'm saying so you know for you know my certifications, then a month after this one, I take the next one. And I'm just like, man, you know, and plus, you know, trying to get everything straight for school, then like somehow my hope disappeared and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, okay, so you're saying I ain't got no money for this upcoming semester. That's 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 great. And that was just like, and I was just like, but you know, I'm an A or B student, you know what I'm saying? So how did my hope go away? It was like, well, you know. Forgot to file your paperwork, and we ain't really say nothing to you because we don't really tell you we forget, and we just kind of let you figure out we forgot. You know what I'm saying? But you know that's when when I used to go to school back in the day when I was in college back in the day, that was the same thing. I was like, oh, it ain't nothing new. I should have expected that. And you know what I'm saying? It's just trying to, I don't know. It's just kind of like not being back to normal. Kind of just kind of like I think it finally fell on me that like man I can't actually go to places and handle business and I'm kind of like living leaving everything to chance you know what I'm saying like I can't go physically there and say hey 
who in here in the registrar's office need to answer this question because y'all need to hurry up with this. So I'm kind of just like playing phone tag and leaving everything up to like, hey, man, I'm really learning to say, hey, I can't control everything. As much control I had, I had yeah. lost it. I don't lost that. You know what I'm saying? Now, in this time, I don't have all that control. You know what I'm saying? Eat a little bit of control that I had. You know what I'm saying? And it's really been forcing me to like really study out, you know what I'm saying? Just really being faithful, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And earnest in my heart about my faith, even though like sometimes it's just, you you see in life that like, man, it's, that's hard, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, man, that, that's hard for me to deal with right there. Like it's hard for me to just like do everything still come out like faithful, you know what I'm saying? But I, try my best and some days it take me a couple a couple days just to come back around to it because sometimes i know like mm -hmm. even when out me and my my wife she was praying i at the i'm telling you at the second i ain't feel like praying she was just like let's pray i'm just like yeah i don't feel real. like i'm upset that's real <laughs> you know what i'm saying and she and then after she got through praying she prayed so hard so long i was just like well i guess i can't just let my wife Pray that hard, Lord have mercy. <laughs> let me let me let me come up to the throne room myself and you know talk to God about how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? And but <clears throat> it was it was good. You know what I'm saying? Like because it it really refreshed me. And I even though I'm saying saying all that, say this like I ain't all the way back 100, but I do understand that like you could be on high, you could be on low, you'll land mm -hmm. in the middle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right now I'm in the middle. You know what I'm saying? I know God is still powerful. I know God is God. Jesus died for me. You know what I'm saying? And but sometimes it just be a struggle, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. as men and women that, you know what I'm saying, that are disciples of Jesus Christ, it's just sometimes it's just hard and you just kind of fall into despair. But you know, <clears throat> God is still faithful through it all. He is, and you know we're human saying? as well. And we human, you know what I'm saying? We we don't it's we don't want to be we don't want to have a mindset of saying like, hey, we're perfect. We just strive for perfection. It's never, you know what I'm saying? Perfection is not the goal for us. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna strive to be like Christ. I'm not gonna be Christ, but I will strive to be like him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, you know. Just like Jazz said, you know what I'm saying? Embracing the messy middle. That's exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's been me, you know what I'm saying, for this week. You know, Thank you for the transparency. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks for sharing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. We praying for you for those tests. And I mean, financial aid is never mm -hmm. easy, but, never. you know, I, I believe them you know, just kind of waiting in the weeds and just be like, ha ha, uh, you missed the deadline, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's yeah. messed me up, because I was just like, man, I was expecting to take that joint on my birthday, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was just like, got in my own head, and they didn't even want to admit to my wife. She was like, hey, you gonna take the test today? I was like. Mm. Speaking of your wife, she just got on. <laughs> I was just like, hey man, you know, I'm gonna take it. I'm going to prepare some more, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm going to take it later. <laughs> hey, yeah, just get back just get back on and, and take it when you take it. Yep. Right. All right, so we got a show to do. We have so, a show to do. Yeah. Hey. 
Man, so the most anticipated conversation <laughs> in the history of this. Oh, man. History. My history. goodness, guys. Jeez. All I did was post something that my wife's cousin posted on my timeline, and I just could not anticipate the reaction this right. would get. <laughs> I'll tell you that one went crazy. <laughs> it went crazy. Oh my gosh. The notifications so gonna, I got. We, we, we're going to talk about boundaries. We're going to have a conversation <laughs> about boundaries. About I'm boundaries. sure you'll enjoy it. Yes. So we're going to start with Mr. Postman. Mr. Letter Writer himself. That's right. That's all. Right. He United. wrote a letter and he works for the mail. Like, exactly. Mr. United Postal <laughs> Service. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So, okay. If you have not heard the story by now, all right. So, this happened in 2019. So, July yeah. 2019. So, uh, this was reported by V103. At least that's where I saw what was being posted. So mm -hmm. a man sees a lady mm -hmm. at the post office. She's getting stuff processed at the post office, um, as anybody would do. Uh, apparently, he's so smitten mm -hmm. by this woman that he uses the information that she posited into the post office mm -hmm. to do her business mm -hmm. to track her down with a letter yeah so he wrote a letter saying you know i'm shooting my shot i know this is kind of creepy it's kind of weird but i would like to get to know you better mm -hmm. because i'm just so blown away blown away by how blown away you are Woo! i hope this isn't creepy <laughs> and i hope you're not mad well she got mad Oh, yeah. Okay. She right. got mad. This was a violation. And I'm just going to give it her side and then we'll have the conversation. Yeah. Um, a she said if she uh, felt violated that her information was used to send this letter. Right. So that it was improper and that she wished not to communicate with this man um, and that um, the appropriate action should be taken. So uh, this thing went viral. And apparently, it went viral again uh, here hey, on Conversate. Yeah, it did. Uh, this was a great and lively conversation, but now Very. we're about to have a live conversation. conversation. Yeah, we're going to come back on round to it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so who, who kick us off, too. I, I got a lot to say. Uh, okay, Darius. <laughs> all right. Yes, yes. So we, we we know you got a lot to say. So yeah, you know had saying? a lot to say. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I said it on the post, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my uh, uh uh my big sister Comica, you know, co-signed with me, you know what I'm saying, a little bit. Well uh <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like I, I feel like it was a cool gesture, but you know, like, it's just, I understand the boundary lines. You know what I'm saying? I understand mm -hmm. that these days, uh, creepiness has been at an all-time high. You know what I'm saying? And it's been, I when I first read it, I was like, oh, that's so sweet, man. Look at that dude, man. He really trying to shoot his shot. But then I started hear people break down, like, yo, what he had to go through to actually do that? I like, yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. that part. Might cross the line a little bit, 
But you know what I'm saying? But on the same thing, I tell people like, hey man, but what if there was a female? I don't think that would have been blown out of proportion like that. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Coming after a man. You know what I'm saying? Because a, a man when he was like, especially he just showed up and he's just like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, he probably wouldn't even put it online and like, especially if she was cute. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know. The dude might have been ugly. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the reason I feel like she probably went back to the post office, saw the dude like he, he Chester the molester. I, I see you. you know what I'm saying exactly. That's him. we have to draw a line there. Did we have to make him <laughs> Myron is. from the Players Club? Did we have to do that? Did we have to draw that straight line to it? Hey man, <laughs> I don't care. You know me. I'm going there, homie. <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying, man, like, you know, because, okay. you know, I don't know, man. I wouldn't have posted it online like that, man. You know, yeah. it was that a hard part. thing to deal with. You know what I'm saying? I said, I understand, but, you know, and some people calling for the man job as a whole. And I'm just like, hey, man, he was just trying to, you know, talk to the young lady. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had yeah. no other way. Now, he had got a phone number and, a, and everything like that and showed up at a house. I'd have been like, all right, dog, you don't went too far. Man. Yeah, definite, yeah, definitely. Next <laughs> level of creepy, yes. You know what I'm right. saying? Sure. You, 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 you don't took that too far now because you deserve to get tased and possibly shot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, you but, know, yeah, property rules and whatnot. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you come yeah. knocking on my door to my hey, sweet thing. You know what I'm oh, saying? No. And uh, I, I saw you in the post office. I don't got your information <clears> and stuff like that. I even know your blood type. You know what I'm saying? Lifestyle said you need to come back and start back getting blood. And <laughs> but you there know I'm just making scenarios, you know. I know. Man. I know. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying <laughs> just like Jazz said, bro, man was shooting this shot in the wrong gym. I'm just like, hey man, where else you shoot shots at but gym, man? On the um <laughs> oh outside the gym. Yeah. In your um driveway. Uh, so what? All right, I'm gonna get to you like this. What <laughs> else? What else? You was at work and he just screamed, her like, "Hey, miss! Hey, hey! Shout it! Hey, you look good!" You know. <laughs> okay, that would be the halfway right approach uh, compared to what he did, maybe because then. Yeah. But I mean, okay, while you don't catcall her, that might not be the most successful conversion. <laughs> that would have been unprofessional at least too at been- work. He had work. There's ways to do it. There's ways to do it. There was ways to do this that he could have been a bit smoother. He said he right. was busy. He, was. he said he was he busy, done. man. He was busy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he could have not that busy. He could have offered us some stamps. He's like, hey, ja- shit, Jazz shit. said he <laughs> shot it in her shot driveway. In her driveway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. He was like, hey, 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 hey. He should have could went up there. Hey, sugar socks. You want some stamps? Sugar, sugar socks. Sugar socks. Okay, Darius, wow. you're done for uh, right now. Oh pass the pass God. the mic to someone else. So, okay, <laughs> I, I need yes, I need someone because I I have my own things on this, but I I want to hear I want to hear the ladies' perspective. Uh, you can go first, Takaya. <laughs> Maybe I should go. Maybe I should go, and then we close with the ladies. Okay, so all right, yeah. like I was saying to Darius, I felt like while the idea isn't entirely wrong. There's just a smoother way to execute this, okay? First of all, in person, you always, you never miss a chance to make an impression in person, 
in this situation. You never miss a chance. Okay. Okay. But there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. Okay. Especially if he's in her line, there's a way to process her stuff and be like, you know, just kind of let her know that he thinks she's beautiful. Okay. So you going to see her and wink at her be like, hey, sugar thing. And just, <laughs> or just, and just be like, you know, I must say you are just look stunning today. And the thing is you play the long game. You don't try to go for it all. She's, I mean, okay, she may come back, she may not, but then you make an impression and you give yourself a chance to do it in a I did the same way. thing to my wife. You know what I'm saying? You did I, do that. We. I said, I walked up to her. I, when she asked yeah, me something, she said I said, that. hey, I'm going to be your biggest stalker, sweet thing, and walked off. Didn't say nothing else. But then you left it to her to reach back out to you. But it was in person, too. You didn't put that right. in, in person. But what? But, but <laughs> hey, if they ain't going to be argued, too. Like, <laughs> hey, if this dude crazy enough to say this in church, you know what I'm saying? He might be insane for real, man. I just want to know what he looks like. That, that's what I keep saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, he had to be ugly. You, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, you, you it, never miss a chance to make an impression in person. I guess. Like Mella said, it's far less effective when it's not in person. But go ahead, Darius. Sorry. I, I'm telling you, I guarantee he looked like Shamar Moore with the Tyler Perry braids. He, he would have got that phone number. He would, oh, my God. And he, <laughs> he would have got that phone number then, but I guarantee you he looked like uh Shabba Ranks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Just stop your foolishness. Oh my god, you're gonna have my people after me for that one, and I didn't even say it. Jamaica. <laughs> okay. I'm so dying. But but okay, because what if she didn't even remember which guy it was? Because but he signed he his lost, name. He signed his name. So, okay, clearly. And gave okay. a description. Oh, and gave a description. All right. So maybe she was in his line. So she would have been like, oh, all right, who, this is who it is. So, okay. Mm -hmm. But I guess another way to play this would have been if you're going to use her information and I'm going to qualify this, don't do this. Okay, but if you're going to, all right, you do it in a smooth way or something like that. Like, I don't know. He just works at the post office. It's not like he's a mail carrier. If he was a mail carrier that did this, then he could be like, oh, there's a package that had to come for you that I had to hand deliver. There's a mail I had to hand deliver or something uh, or something like that. You know, I, and I'm just thinking about what I've seen in movies. I mean, it's totally bogus. He should have just made the impression in person. That's my point. But if you're not going to, you know, <clears throat> pull a hitch or something with the walkie-talkie in the package or something like that, something memorable and sweet and not like, hey. So that's what you made it boyfriend? sound like? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. So that's, no, just, that's my piece. That's my piece on it. It just could have been done smoothly. I'm not saying it's entirely wrong, but if you're gonna do something wrong, be prepared. Be prepared to face the consequences because exactly. uh, <laughs> and, and the, the right refusal. The internet's to get your job. Exactly, and just the simple right of of refusal. Someone has a right to refuse you, no matter how smooth it is. Right. Exactly. No matter how you know suave it is, exactly. they have a right to refuse you. So. 
But if you me, you'll never get refused. Okay. I mean, you know, I'd have the same, I'd have the same confidence. Like, you know, like I said, make up an impression in person. Hey, I'm, I'm handsome. If I do this in person, I'm fairly confident. Okay. In he could have sent flowers in a nice note. Kanitra, come on. That would have been the same thing. That would have been worse. Okay, I didn't I didn't really get okay, yeah, because I didn't really get my thoughts on the post. I just more so commented on his handwriting and how nice it was. Um, See that? He's nice. He's a good guy. Automatically, (laughs) automatically, he's a good guy because he's he's good at writing. I'm not saying that. So I know that a lot of the comments that I read about was just more so, kind of more like this old school, new school concept. Like I think in the old school, it may have worked a little bit better because it's like, well, y'all don't really have social media, (laughs) so I think it wouldn't come off as creepy or whatever i think i'm more interested in what the woman's intentions were uh, i know that the po- the person who posted it outside of v103 was talking about boundaries and um talking about like i guess posting the the photo and the people coming at her about setting this public boundary or whatever however they interpret it or whatever i think for me i think like darius when i first read it i was like oh that's cute you know like it's cute but then when I started to read the comments, I was like, oh, I didn't think about that though. <laughs> you know, like the things that this person had to go through. And especially if this is a this is where you work and this person is supposedly gonna come in ever so often, why don't you just wait until she come in again? Play the <laughs> long game. Yes. You know, play like, the long to, game. To be able to go into a database, get the person's mailing, uh, you know, mailing address, send the letter be as detailed as possible in the letter and then you know i think for me i can't say like she was wrong to post it or not like that's her you know right or refusal that's her preference so i can't say like he knew 2020 was coming (laughs) (laughs) i just i personally feel like i would have done it in private though but that's just me Mm -hmm. like i would have went back to the post office that same day and look for whoever that person was and address them as such. Um, Probably been far more effective. You know, I'm not sure yeah. if, because because I honestly don't know if she knew who, like, I don't know if she knows what the person looks like or not. She just got this letter in the mail and was like, that hey, y'all, got look, good at benefits. Look, look at what I just got here. <laughs> I got a letter from someone from the post office oh, that sent me this long, with, long letter with nice handwriting. Uh, trying to shoot a shot, and I don't. It's like I don't know if it was like she was intending on trying to get advice about it, or she was like, like, uh, can y'all believe that this happened to me? Type of scenario. Uh, mm. But I think the, I mean, the comments itself on our thread and the original thread Ooh, was mm-hmm. more about boundaries, about uh, you know how people met back then versus like how people tend to meet now. And then that completely looks different just with the mm-hmm. pandemic going on, you know? Exactly, <laughs> he knew 2020 was virtually. coming. So, <laughs> like, Kai, what you think? What you think, the guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, I was what, one of the people that was creeped out initially. I grew up watching Lifetime with my grandmother. Oh, oh. <laughs> I played out a whole scenario in my mind where she ended up murdered at the end. Yes. So yes. Immediately. 
See what lifetime don't did to a generation when you be with your grandma. That's what it is. That's it. That's it. That, days That's of the our factor. Lives. Like, days of our lives. Uh, what you call it? Uh, what's another show my grandma like, like to watch? Right? Hey, you guys, name some more uh, shows like that. And, and if you're good, name the Lifetime movies that she's referring to. Oh, if you're gosh. a real fan. All of them? They all end in murder. Yeah, I'm about to say they all end up in murder. Because one of them, I thought it was about everything. a little girl that could play basketball real good. She ended up dying in the end. I was just like, man. yo, I That's thought terrible. that was real good. Hey, movie. man. <laughs> and yeah, Jazz, Curve curve Crush. That, that was the one, if you're going to pick Curve. But anyway, yes. That's funny. So you were but, creeped out, huh? So you just um, thought. Initially. And it, well, I'm still creeped out. But then I started thinking, so I wouldn't have posted it on Facebook disclaimer right but i am with the people that felt like he should have been fired i was thinking from a teacher's Ooh. perspective i have access to a lot of addresses you do through, yeah. you know so if i had shot my shot at a parent i would have lost my job so oh you can't even holler at people um parents it's unprofessional their address through infinite campus use my power to get the address write them a letter because there is like, if she wanted to shoot her shot, and I'm not saying, you know, because you love Wande, but yeah, I'm married. if she was to, <laughs> Period. Yes. So, so rule that out, parents. But if she was single, she would just do it at a PTA meeting like a normal person. person. A parent teacher conference. On yes. the hey, man, but what if you now, got a bad We talked about your student, but let's talk about. Exactly. You, could, you got, I, hey, you just got through saying my kid is the worst of the worst right now. Now you're trying to holler at me. I wouldn't holler at that parent though. Right, okay. because then I have to deal with that child. This kid ruined his chance. Exactly. That tells me all I need to know. Like you're an irresponsible parent and that's all I know. Right. But but yeah, uh, yeah back to reality. Uh, yes, I agree. I agree. It, uh, again, just be prepared to be squashed by the consequences. That's the, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but don't uh, be, don't use your job. So what? You know, cause you know, nah, nah, never mind. What? Why you gonna nah. do that? You know what I'm saying? Nah, never mind, never mind. You know, it's out saying? there now. You have to. Yeah. Uh, I then y'all yeah. wanted it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm a truck driver, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, this lady at the meat packing place. You know what I'm saying? Back by 2012. I was in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, she, because I had to write my phone number down on the, um, on the bill in Layton, you know what I'm saying? We had to identify ourselves, and they had to call us to let us know so we can come back in. So she and, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm a funny guy. I just walk up and I was like, hey, what's up, everybody? What y'all doing working hard? You ain't doing that. You sitting down. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. <laughs> I got back to the truck stop that night. We were down the street from the meat packing place. I had to wake out. They took too long. I hate them people. But wow, you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, okay. they, they they really ruined my weekend. But anyway, I was truck, so I got a, a phone call, phone call. I was like, hold up, they probably calling me Tim something wrong with my load. I I knew it was a oh, Wisconsin area code, so I was just like, I mm -hmm. right. you know I picked up the phone. It was her, and she was just like, hey, I, you know you had a Beautiful smile, nice personality. Just you know, chop it up. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, 
At first, I was looking, I looked at, up, up, up the ceiling, I lay in my truck looking at, I looking at the TV, and I was just like, Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is very kind of creepy, but yeah, I'm kind of super bored. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I don't mind talking to this female. So I chatted it up. I was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? What's up? What's your name is? You know what I'm saying? I don't really like white women like that, but you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna put a name out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but please don't. <clears throat> Yeah, please, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was kind of weird, but it was sweet. But then she ended up buying me something to eat. And I was like, hey, man, you feeding the brother, you know what I'm saying? Out here in Greenville, I ended up getting snowed in up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It was a, you know, nice little two-month encountering. You know what I'm saying? And that all happened because she shot her shot. I let a little vanilla slip into my coffee. <laughs> Siobhan! <laughs> okay. Now, I told you I, I said I ain't want to say that. Did you ask? Now we here. Oh I mean, God. but as crazy a story as that is, is a perfect bridge to the next thing that we're going to talk about by popular demand. Um, we didn't get into this entanglement <laughs> business. We have stayed clear away from it. Uh, not intentionally, but we just haven't talked about it as a show because of our various dealings with COVID and trying to get together. But now we're together. So, you know, an entanglement, an encounter, as Darius would put it, uh, that took over the globe, that taught everyone, at least some people, a new word to use in their everyday life. Entanglement. Right. I'm so, you know. I don't like saying that word anymore. I hate it. I hate it. It's like swagger. It's like, like I'm swagger. always trying to find yeah. a synonym for entanglement. Yeah, right. It's, it's like the word swagger when it came into the culture. I don't, I can't use it anymore because then yeah, I sound yeah, like just, I'm trying to be cool, you know? Right. But, so, yes, our, our, the entanglement with August, talking about it in August, the mm. aftermath. The aftermath. The okay. aftermath, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, she went on Red Table, mm -hmm. laid it bare, I guess, <laughs> as best as she could without sullying her good name too much with right, her husband. Yeah, yeah she avoided um, now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was some dodging. There was some yeah, bull yeah, fighting. He had to there. make a say, he had to look at that, that relationship. <laughs> say what it is, Jada. Say what it is. <laughs> he know, even questioned, he was like, entanglement. Exactly, and plus, the dude was little than the wheel. I was just like, yo, that dude looked like a weirdo man. It was so tiny. I would have went in there and slapped that fool. I was like, hey, next time I see you at a war show, just know his own sight behavior. And you too little to square off with me. So you're just going to have to take this tail whipping. And he's going to be like, and then I'll, I'll tell your wife that later on. I mean, what, what are you going to, you know? And that would have for sure got him all walked. <laughs> Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He would have been dog walk, monkey stomp, and walk dry. Monkey stomp? <laughs> but, but, Do you know how yeah. small a monkey's feet are? You know how strong a monkey is? <laughs> I never unpacked that uh, witticism until now. Uh, yeah, I'm questioning that too. By the Why way. did August come the out? Thing of it, it's like out. he can hit you with four fists because his feet are hands. <laughs> Stop. But yes. yes, but a valid point was put on 
the comments. So this confession, this um, life cleansing catharsis happened right before an album. It was like, What's up with that? What's up with that, I just, guys? I feel like that happens every time in media, whether it's like a, a beef that rappers have, they go through these little, uh, what a back and forth, like brawl, they release these little uh, diss tracks. <clears throat> right. Or like a, something relational happens and then all of a sudden they own an album together and it's like, well, do y'all like each other or you don't? <laughs> like, right. I honestly yeah. feel like just with just with watching Will and Jada, like as they progressed in life, when I was first introduced to them as a couple, you know, on media and television and things like that, like right. they've always been open in their relationship. I don't, I don't really feel like they, like I mean, other than the conversations that I've had, I've seen them have like on table talk about just their past and times when they almost like divorced or you know things that were in media that they felt like they needed to address. Like I don't, I feel like they've always lacked boundaries. So like, like even in that conversation, he's like, I allow Will to be who he wants to be, and he allows me. To, well, y'all in a relationship? Why y'all married? And y'all gonna be exactly. single? Y'all gonna you know do what y'all want to do? So it's, it's not even a good representation of what marriage should be under the law of God, number one. And number two, it's just like, I mean, it was expected to happen. Like something like this doesn't surprise me because of just the, the relationship that they do have. And mm. now it's just, you know, I mean, because as the public, for any celebrity, we only know the highlight reels of their life. We don't really know what really goes on the behind the scenes until they like, you know, address something that's been in the headlines and they want to try to clarify something. But then it, right. at, at that point, you still don't even know what's true or not if they're telling you exactly. what, if they're telling you everything. So, you know, and I think that's just with people. You won't truly know a person like in every detail because we're still trying to figure ourselves out. But mm -hmm. even in that, the things that we have figured out, the things that we have come to terms with that we've acknowledged and made ourselves aware of, we still have a choice whether we want to share that with people or not. So I think that's the thing with media, like even if it's a marketing ploy to help, you know, build a, a single release, or if it was something that was actually real because they had some real problems going on in their marriage and because of their status, it's just blown up because that's just the that's just their life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and so, you know, what's surprising, I think what makes this notable is that this is the first person that has kind of been named in this whole open relationship, like, you know, with Will and Jada. Like, this is the first person to blow the lid on it in any way. Mm -hmm. So Will the real pimp. You know? uh, exactly. Like, there's been people linked to Will now, exactly. you know. Um, and you know, very recently too, you know, uh, so, that's why Will anyway. sat there with the straight face in the video. Mm -hmm. Like he was giving the face, not mm -hmm. at Jada. He was looking at the camera and let all his that was out yeah, there. Yeah, be like, no, oh, don't peek your head out here now. Don't make me come back. <laughs> don't make me, me come back to this him. table. I'm still yeah. Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? And I know I married Tupac girlfriend, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she mine now. I left my wife for her. You know what I'm yep, saying? Basically. You know, Bring so I I expected oh, her to be oh. in these streets. Just like future say she for the streets and he understands. Oh. Amen. Yes. 
I love oh, that. bruh, bruh. <laughs> bruh, but yes. So, um, and again, like, how valid do you see this red table talk? It's for red table talk. So yeah. you take it with a pinch of salt, at least. Mm. Not even a pinch. Not even a pinch. You know, I, like, we, it's a tip a of the iceberg, really. Mm. But what you think about Takai? I see you over there. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I didn't see his interview. What's coming to mind for me is basically the people that said that she took advantage of him. So I just want to know y'all thoughts about that. Because I, from my understanding, yeah, from my understanding, he was dealing with some mental health issues at the time. And he's yeah. significantly younger than her. So significantly. Yeah. So my initial <laughs> yeah. thoughts were he's grown. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, mm, she took he said that she, baby. right. The fact that he was a baby because you're not really grown mm -hmm. at that age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she knew that he was dealing with mental health issues. Cougar. She was a cougar. She a predator. Um, I feel like with that, um, because I know that I, I don't watch Red Table Talks often unless like someone is like, oh, you need to watch this or it's just talked about in my timeline. So let me just go and see what they're talking about before I give my opinion. Um, but I do I do know that in watching the table, table talk uh, when they had Will on the show and they were addressing different traumatic experiences that they had in their marriage, um, whether it was with Will Willow or with, you know, uh, Jada herself and her mom and that whole whatever. But um, I do know, I feel like, I kind of agree. I, cause she, cause she knew what she was doing. And I feel like she could, she, as an adult that has gone through different things, probably wasn't the best thing for her to pursue. But I do feel like uh, just, you know, speaking from, uh, human experience is that when something is not going right in you know, the relationship that we we are in, we seek that uh, elsewhere. And that's not just even um, like with marriages or dating relationships. It can be friendships too. It's just like uh, I think any type of relationship I think when you're not receiving what you communicated over and over again and it's not being reciprocated, like you go find that somewhere else. And I feel like in dealing and helping him dealing with his mental health and all the other issues that he had going on, they formed a connection where she had a choice to either pursue it or not, and she chose to. And I think in that, she took advantage of that, that opportunity, that situation to be able to gain something that she needed, which, which didn't end up beneficial for both parties. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you just like this. I'm going to keep it real 100% street. You know what I'm saying? She a cougar. She a predatory animal. You know what I'm saying? She saw that little cub Stop down the hill, wounded. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was wounded, wounded. leopard alone, hanging out with her son, who we don't know what he is either. You know what I'm saying? And she was just like, come on in the house. She was just like that lady on race. Come on back in here and get some of that blackberry pie. You oh. <laughs> oh. Not there the blackberry is. cobbler. Oh, the no. The blackberry cobbler, you know what oh, I'm saying? No. And he just poured water on his back and just said, oh, Lord, I'm tired. I'm, I'm healed. <laughs> 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 I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no more, no cobbler, no nothing, no, no fried chicken. Can we get some tilapia flounder or something? But wow. 
You know wow. what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but but what she did, honestly, man, like she, it was a very psychological play because she might have been in a hurt place, but she knew he was in a hurt place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she she allowed how she was feeling to dive into what he was feeling. She said mm-hmm. she was healing him when she was just trying to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Not some of that edge off. Yeah, you know right. she wanted to feel good. That is yeah. exactly what exactly. she was Exactly. Like, like on Monster Ball, like the, the Holly Berry. You know what I'm saying? She wanted it. And you know what I'm saying? And he gave her the old Billy Bob Thornton. You know what I'm saying? And now, references. <laughs> and now, you know what I'm saying? That he came out with it. And I don't even understand why he came out with it. Because I was looking at the interview with him and Angela. I'm like, was this? What the interview was about? Uh, I don't even think she asked you His that. Phyllis was hurt, <laughs> right? I was like, I don't even think she asked about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just like, I want to get down, want to talk in a dark room with a white suit on and my hair down, and you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about <laughs> how in love I was with Jada. You know what I'm saying? And Will gave me permission. You yeah, know that what I'm part. Yeah, that, I was like, yeah. I bet Come Will on, looked at him like. Bro. I wasn't even at the house. <laughs> I gave you permission. You know I don't even know saying? about you. I ain't know about you. I wasn't even there. I told I was about to leave, but for real. You know what I'm saying? We'll but he was like, hey, man, we, live, time. we live in LA, so I mean, I got to give a half of our compound. Yep. And Will Smith said, you know what? I ain't finna leave. It's cheaper to keep it, like the yep. old song say. Pretty you much. know what I'm saying? And they built so much together. Exactly, yeah. they had so much stuff together. They were just like, even though Jada didn't have a lot, you know what I'm saying? Will did, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because she do never pay little minor roads. It Will was the one that had all the bread, you know what I'm saying? And after she had that plastic surgery, looked like a little cat. I would have been through with it. She oh! was like, I was like, hey, you come in here looking like uh, uh, a chess cat, you know what I'm saying? You don't get out of here. What you do that for? I, I leave the house for two months and I come back to this, huh? Now you got little August Alcinos <laughs> in the house. You know what I'm saying? I came in the house. I'm like, there's a little R&B dude in here singing. You know what I'm Dang saying? Talking my home, yeah. I love you, girl. <laughs> but uh, Russell, one point, Russell one said, point that- uh, What's jacked no, up is that August was Jada's friend. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, she yeah. was hanging out. She was hanging out with a little boy. She just she was sitting in there sipping her little. You can come over anytime, sweetheart. Hey, hey, looking over her glasses like this, like, ooh, Stella about to get her groove back. Stop it. Yeah, I mean, it's like what's a Jaden's mom has got it going on, like kind of exactly. twist on the old song or whatever. Exactly. You know but what one point that Mella made that I want to highlight is that, you know, just the lack of boundaries that kind of uh, reared its ugly head here. You know, they played a earlier interview. I think I saw him, you know, a start of Ryan Davis comedy or something when he's about to roast Will for, you know, whatever. But in the interview, Will says there were no deal breakers in their marriage, like mm-hmm. zero. zero. It's like a, just a free range thing. Exactly. Okay. Let me, let me tell you something. Okay, there are conditions that will leave me gutted like a fish. I'm trying to to Detroit. Okay, hey, if you know what I mean. I mean, I I gotta treat my wife right. Okay, I can't just be out here doing anything. You know, there are conditions. 
Okay. I mean, it's unconditional love, but there are conditions if you want to nurture and, um, you know, let a marriage grow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, cause I see, I seen that, and I was just looking at, it, I was just like, man, I wanted that all the dudes she don't interview that Red Table Talk, she broke, cause I'm telling you, one thing she do is break dudes down emotionally, right there, and then she just be like, mm, I got you, cause mm-hmm. I looked at the Wale interview she did, I was like, hey, she told that brother down, she probably he probably the next one that might come out, you know what I'm no. saying? <laughs> you got the next one coming out, you know he emotional and stuff like that, he gonna be like. <laughs> He probably make a whole album album called the Smith Factor, you know what I'm saying? And tell it all, man. Cause Wale so like the type, you know what I'm saying? Jaden just been not bringing none of his friends to the house. That's all I say. Right. Yeah, no more. Not no yeah. friend. Can't nope. even trust him. Yeah, no. he him. I'm like, where your friends? Friend. I don't have friends. I don't have <laughs> friends. You don't slept with all of them, mom. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no more. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I can't have friends. Remember what anymore. happened last time? Yeah, you know we're not trying to go down there again. Exactly. Mm. Tyler mm. Creator is my boyfriend. That's what he said. <laughs> on oh, he did say that on. Uh, he he said it. He said it. He totally. Yeah. He totally said it. Uh, but yeah, man. So shots <laughs> are being shot all over the place. So let's go to a more positive shot, man. Yes. Okay, (laughs) and so apparently on a commercial, on a Bumble commercial, we saw not too long ago, Tiffany Haddish in common, you know, having a virtual date on a commercial. Little did we know that this was taking place in reality. They are dating. They have been dating for four months. He's going to cheat on (laughs) <laughs> hey, Darius. And so you don't know his girlfriend. No hope. Uh, I, 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 he ain't he ain't he ain't wrong. I but, don't know his history, so I can't. I, I, it's an extensive one. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yes, so Common is dating Tiffany Haddish. Uh they seem to be happy together. She's happy. Uh, she is, you know, of course, you know, given our last uh example. So happy she shade of hell. Oh, Shaved her hair off, you know. Uh-huh. I think it's a, I think it's a good look for her. I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. she can pull it off. She looks but, like her. I haven't seen it yet. But yes, uh, yeah, uh, Erica Badu, uh, Jazz brought that up. That's on the uh, ledger. Hey, uh, it, hey, hey, we need to have a show about that lady. Ooh, that, lady, that, that lady, that lady has single handedly ruined hip hop. No, don't, no, don't, ah. Uh, all right, Come man. On, we ain't gonna go there. We gonna talk about cum. We just gonna talk about cum. Yeah. Womanizer. <laughs> He's been in a lot of relationships. Okay. Exactly. A lot of public well, relationships. Very public. A particular relationship that he's been in that gives you no hope for this one. Huh? Can you reference a relationship that he's been in in the past that gives you this? Uh, uh, notion that this relationship is not going to last. Every single last one of them he don't had is reference. Uh, what's that other girl name? Uh, I ain't good with names. Light skinned gal. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Rice, uh, you see it, um, the political lady? Um, yeah. yeah. Condoleezza? No! Ooh, the one that uh, commented. <laughs> <they did. laughs> 
No. Simon did not date Condoleezza Rice. No, we're we're going to kill that right now. I, we're yeah, kill that yeah. right now. Yeah. No, that's why I'm asking for clarity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Angela Rye. Angela Rye. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say oh, not yeah. George, not George Bush girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angela Rye, man. You know what I'm saying? Angela Rye. Hey, yes. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man, coming out here in these streets, man. You know what I'm saying? He for the streets. Oh, come on. We we're gonna bring it back to that. We're gonna bring it back to that. Hey man, future he, he hit something on there with oh 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 for the streets. I'm telling you, that's a bad meme. Yeah, bruh, bruh. Yeah, uh, see, the Kai done left the, the program. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, but I can't I'm get in these presidential rumors. Hey man, I can't I'm my water. Oh, hey, okay. Yeah, me too. I, I got my water right here. You know what I'm saying? Got my dole and I got my water. H2O is good <laughs> so for your soul. Yeah. Um. That is not water, Steve. That's tea. It's anyway. water flavored with tea. But continue. <laughs> Ain't that tea, though? No. I don't really have any comments on uh, Common and Tiffany yeah. Haddish. Exactly. You know, they ain't got nothing on I just, I just feel like with relationships on social media in general, whether you're a celebrity or not, we only let it into certain parts and then... When y'all just when y'all are not no longer together, it's just it's pretty obvious because y'all ain't posting nothing no more. So I don't know. <clears throat> I feel yeah, like you're always gonna highlight real with things like that. So you yeah. can't really. I don't believe in the highlight real thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause one, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't I don't believe in putting your relationship out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. even like some people I know and some people I talk to back in the day, they was just like, oh. It ain't, you know, the thing they had going on back in the day, it ain't official until you put it on Facebook. And, oh, God, that's a whole other conversation. I just be like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I keep this is this is a translation. You need to put it on Facebook so that I can be a part of your life because in real life, I'm really not a part of your life. So, this is the only way that I could actually be a part of that relationship. That's you exactly it. Exactly. It, you and know you're not. <laughs> You know what I mean? No. So I I went I, I went about that like so when people put stuff out there, I like, all right, you finna start sliding down here. Cause if you even so much breathe at another girl coming, she they gonna send pictures to yep. Tiffany and they gonna be like, Look at him. He might have just been ordering fries. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But now he cheating on, you know what I'm saying? He might right. just be like, Hey, can I get some ketchup for my friends right now? But he, you know, he looked like they, they take the pictures so good, it looked like he was trying to get that phone them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now he back to square one. Hey, Common might not cheat. Black men don't cheat. Huh? Black men what? don't cheat, man. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, anyway, this is, this is <laughs> definitely going to be a part of the dating landscape, you know, in this COVID time. So it's just yeah. cool that the commercial, you know, kind of became a thing. Or maybe it was a thing and they made a commercial out of it. We don't know. But uh, that's happening. So that kind of caps our, yes. Right. Oh, caps our little video <laughs> nicely. Uh, so we are about to interview TJ Ungalusi. But before we do that, we 
have friends that we like to put on. So we're going to do that right now. Uh, um, first of all, uh, we have a friend of ours named RJ. Yeah. Poncho of the uh, South. Yeah. Yes. He is now. Yep, Poncho of the South. Look him up that way. He has a new project out. Um, yeah. Solid so, uh, project, man. Out. Look him out on Apple Music and stuff like that. Stuff mm-hmm. like that, man. Just look him up. Uh, he got some SoundCloud freestyles and stuff like that. So check him out, man. I, I feel like he gonna he gonna make some noise out here in these streets. He already is. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, as Mella mentioned, she is returning to the podcast scape uh, with Mind Your Own. Yes. New new imagery, new aesthetic, new topics, features. It's going to be a good season. Exactly. And when I get through with all this uh, tests and stuff, you know, uh-huh. let me tell you something about life podcast. Is gonna be making this day. Let's go. Yeah, you know yes. I'm excited about that. All excited about that. And, All uh, the tongue foolery <laughs> and wisdom wrapped in yes. one. Right. And uh, I have a podcast as well outside of this podcast, mm-hmm. Film Crew Experience, FCX Film Crew Experience. Me and Aurelia T. We talk about movies, what we streamed, and kind of like our kind of war stories from working at a movie theater. Uh, mm-hmm. Last episode, we talked about the secret life of soda. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. You know, you say that, you you chuckle, but there's just some crazy stories we have involving uh, soda and Coke freestyles and slushies. You'll, you'll see, you'll see mm-hmm. when you listen. But yes, FCX, Film Crew Experience. Yes, yeah, it's, it's quite yeah. funny. It is and, funny. Uh, uh yes so i mean man we're becoming like a podcast super group now like yeah we're, right we're... y'all have me thinking i need to start one Come you on, can't sis. you should you should you, you know what i'm saying because you, you know what would it be cool if you can like just break down your book through a podcast yes like you could summarize mm-hmm. your chapters like in 15 minutes and do a podcast you know what i'm saying and you can give people more further in depth i say you know that's a good idea it's a good idea for sure. Yes. Um, I encourage anybody to start a podcast because your view is singular and unique. So yeah. It's so, a yes. million people out there like you. Mm-hmm. And that needs yes. to hear you. And they need to hear you. And in case you're watching this video and you're curious about uh where to listen to us, we are on anchor.fm, which puts it out to a- Apple Podcasts. Um Wait, all of them. This isn't a thing. All of them. Uh, Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, yes. Spotify. Everything. We out Anything. here. So just you search us. C O N V R S. The number eight. We're eight. there. We're also on YouTube. We have YouTube videos. A vast collection of them. We got like forty-five videos on our uh, Conversate Media Collective page there. So just check out the back catalog. Catch up. Because, you know, we just refreshed this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're two episodes into season four season now. Four. So, so yeah. yeah, there's like three other seasons yeah. that yeah. you have to catch up on if you're first time to this. And so. you can see some of our startup stuff that we, it didn't quite come off the ground, but we tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were a content <laughs> studio, though. We tried things. So yeah, we, we tried. tried. Yeah, We did. We did. But this is our baby. And yeah, this is our baby. 
So yes, so so do that. So now we are about to get into a conversation with TJ Ungalusi. Am I saying it right? Am I saying it right? Uh, I'm good. Dang, I'm not. I'm good. I'm no. I'm not. How do you say it? How do you say it? All these years, y'all known one day. Ungalusi. Oh, gun. Oh, gun. Lu. Lucy. Yes. Oh, gun. Lucy. Oh, gun Lucy. Yes. Hey, you know what? I never ever tried to say one day name, last name, because I knew I would tear it up. And sometimes you just don't want to ask. You know what I'm saying? You're like, I, I should know this by now. But I thank you for helping me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just call him Mrs. O. <laughs> I feel like I've always said Oh, gun Lucy art, though. You've been saying it right. Oh, okay. But since you asked. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I just say Mr. Wande all the time because we served Mr. together. In, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. we served together in Kingdom Kids, you know, um, Path Kids. So we we address everyone as Mr. and Miss. So, it's, so yeah. I just say Mr. Wande. I've never had to say his last name. Because right? <laughs> nobody don't say my name. They like Mr. Darius. Exactly. Was, you know. Yeah, but anyway, to the interview. Yeah. But to the interview. To the interview. So, um. As we've put out there, you are putting out a memoir, uh, Jesus, hashtag Jesus Therapy and Meds. So uh, first question, just kind of give us the story leading up to this book. What is the story that you bring to this memoir? Oh, Lord. Um, so I have always wanted to write a book. I teach language arts for those of you who don't know. Um, so it has been a dream to write a book. Um, initially, I was going to write about all of the misadventures of teaching, which I still am going to do. I'm just changing everybody's name so I don't get sued. Absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just an idea that's just been kind of sitting on a back burner until this year, well, 2019. And so I went through mental health challenges really my entire life, but it really picked up after I had my baby Trinity um, in August of 2019. So she will be one this year. Oh, please. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we can have it, but anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after I gave birth to her, I started basically having panic attacks. Um, my birth story, it, it was traumatic. There were some things that happened in my birth uh, story that kind of triggered those panic attacks. At the time, I didn't know what was happening to me. Um, mm. And it was a scary time going to the hospital. I don't know if, any, if anybody's had a panic attack, you know, it basically feels like you're mm -hmm. dying, like you're, you're yeah. having a heart attack. Yeah. And so I thought it was the end <laughs> um, mm -hmm. several times. Um, so the end of last year into the beginning of this year, basically just back and forth trips to the hospital, trying to figure out what was wrong. And um, basically it, it kind of just hit me that I needed to start talking about what was happening to me. Um, I haven't been vocal about my mental health issues just because in our community, it kind of gets swept under, uh, swept under the rug. Um, but I felt like people needed to hear it. And so it started out being that I felt like people needed to hear my birth story. 
And then it just kind of translated into, okay, well, people need to hear my whole story because it didn't just start with Trinity's birth. This goes all the way back to my childhood. Yeah. And so I just started writing one day. Um, one of my sorority sisters reached out to me on Facebook because I said I wanted to write a book and then found out that another sorority sister had a publishing company, Divine Legacy Publishing Company, um, where basically she uh, coaches you through creative self-publishing. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to her and then everything just kind of fell into place. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of, it started with Trinity's birth, but it ended up being a whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's wow. Wow, wow. So, um, so now given the time that we're in, um, or other factors like what makes now like the absolute right time to release this book you would say so the reason i decided to release it on august 14th was actually because that's my dad's birthday and it's my parents wedding anniversary yeah so yes we're in the middle of covid people are dealing with mental health challenges but that actually had nothing to do with why I chose that date. It just happened to work out that way. Um, I wanted to release it in 2021, but then because I talked about some of the challenges that I went through as a child with my dad's addiction and other things like that, I decided that that was the time to do it. So I had about six months to get this thing (laughs) rolling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, six months to write so it, that. So hold on, <laughs> you wrote it in six months? Um, I started writing, I want to say January, and then I finished last month. Yeah. yeah. I, write a book. I have no excuses <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I'm about to say, y'all, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to use your guideline, because that's a fast one. I'm going to need about two good years. Yeah, man. I'm so the good thing uh, about Divine Legacy is that they work on your timeline. So you want oh. to know what day you want to release it. And then she coaches you, Amanda Chambers, she mm-hmm. coaches you through your timeline. You come out with an outline. And then for me, she gave me specific dates. I didn't always follow them, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, where I had to have certain sections of the book done. So yeah. it's not just all on you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you had accountability partners, you know what I'm saying? I, and so I needed it. It needed, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I know I need it, because if I do it by myself, my book will still be being written. It's still be, being written. I'd be, be 90 years old and it still won't have the end. <laughs> I'm so done. Before you ask another question, Steve, um, I do, uh, well, one, I am so honored to be able to work with you and help you design. Yes. Uh, yeah. your book cover I think that was the first of all that was the first book cover I've ever done and number two to be able to do it with uh, you is such an honor um, and I think also to just the content that you're putting out I think um, well the direction I want to go to with my podcast and I feel like that we lack in the commu- Christian community is transparency and vulnerability mm-hmm. about just our human experience and how it really puts a toll on us um, I feel like a lot of times, like, it's easy to tell somebody to pray about it. It's easy to tell somebody yeah. to read a scripture or Ooh. share a scripture. 
But I think a lot of times it goes deeper than that, like seeking the professional help, getting the supplements that you need to be able to function as right. a normal person, quote unquote. Um, yeah. And so I think um, you being able to release this book, I'm definitely looking forward to reading about more about your story and how that has impacted you as a disciple. Um, yeah. So that one, I can relate. You know, I, I think it's about relatability. I may not be able to like, say like oh i ex exactly understand what you went through in your pain i can't say that but what i can say is that i can relate in a way that there are real things and issues that i'm dealing with and that i am choosing to face because i one don't want to have i don't want that thing to continue to have power over me mm -hmm. but then also too it's just like it makes it confirms to me that i'm human too and i make mistakes and and i don't know everything and there are different there are different things that i've experienced in life that has definitely scarred me in a way yeah. that how I view life and how I view people and relationships and the list goes on. So I'm excited about this project um, that I was able to work with you on from a design aspect, but then also too, uh, just to be able to see that you're another voice that's being added to the community to be able to bring this relatability to help people understand that it's okay. Like you, yeah. that, like being a disciple is not like the, the solution of like all your problems are gonna go away. No is that you're learning the tools and gaining the tools to be able to fight it in a healthier way. Um, but then also too, if there's other professional help that you need, like get that as well too. Right. So. Because exactly. God put therapists on this earth for a reason. Amen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, ain't no coincidence. They ain't and medicine. Exactly. <laughs> all right. that. Because I even like the fact that you said that, like all that, you know what I'm saying? Like everything, if you need things, it's like I don't tell people like, "Hey, this, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do therapy. You don't need do." If you need to talk to somebody, go talk to somebody. If you need mm -hmm. medication, take medication. Yes, you know what I'm saying. If you need prayer, pray. And if you need all <laughs> of them in the same cup, do it. Right. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like because it's just like we don't have enough representatives, enough people. You know, what I'm saying men or women telling us. You know, what I'm saying like, "Hey, we." need help we have some traumas that were never uh brought up or even talked about because we didn't think it was anything wrong because we just said this is life this is what happened to everybody you know what i'm yeah. saying so we can't look at that we can't look at our traumas like that though because this is some trauma that i had i didn't know it was a trauma till That's i talked to my wife about exactly. it and she was just like oh poor baby <laughs> but it's talk real. to somebody about that yeah. and I was like oh and that was bad <laughs> but yeah go ahead Scott is, yeah sorry I was going to respond to that I'm glad that you guys brought that up because mm -hmm. one of the things that was triggering my panic attacks was something that happened to me back in graduate school so mm -hmm. we're keeping it real on yep. the podcast so yep. um, I was sexually assaulted in grad school and one of the reasons that I was triggered was because when I was put to sleep after I gave birth to Trinity during a procedure, that basically it kind of triggered that same feeling of being violated. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. even, like, it was something I had pushed to the back of my mind, but my mm. body remembered it. And so yeah. every time I would think about that, that was one of the triggers. I would go into panic mode, like it was happening. Mm -hmm. And there was one instance where I was in my living room, Wanda was sitting right here, and I literally had a flashback. Like, I felt like I, it was like I was back in that place. Yeah. 
And I didn't even realize it until I started unpacking that with my therapist that Mm -hmm. this was something that was so deeply rooted. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't just about Trinity's birth. So I like this whole process has helped me to basically unpack all of that and really face it head on and heal from it. Wow. Like you are all up in my podcast episode. (laughs) <laughs> like, like, like literally things that you're saying is things that I'm basically saying in my, in our episode, like, and I'll give it a little sneak peek here too. It's just like, I think a lot of the times, like, because we don't uh, willingly unpack these things, it like, like, for instance, like what Darius says, like he didn't know that that was something that was traumatic. It was normal for him. And I think because we created this sense of normalcy of things that's happened in our lives, we're expecting those things to happen. Like we do things enough to be like, all right, I'm gonna just get right here to this point because I know if I go there, then it's gonna, it's gonna be that same experience. And I think that's why sometimes we uh, can't really see positive things for ourselves because of the experiences that we've had and because we haven't really unpacked it or really right. even addressed it as a thing that's something that was unhealthy or that that that's really not uh, how life can be. Like life is not all of what you've experienced. Like there are better things. Um, but I do feel like it starts with that unpacking, like unpacking and relearning, you know, what it is to be healthy, what it is to do. And it takes time too. And I think it also takes that patience, that grace on yourself. Yeah. Those are the characteristics of God where that I kind of take on in this process myself as I am going through it real time for me is that I'm understanding the different experiences that I've intentionally put myself in and that I've um, that happened to me outside of my control as well is attached to this specific act that happened to me at a, at, when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, because I haven't really talked to anybody about the details of it, it's just something that I've kind of, you know, wrote off like, well, that just happened in my past. Like that don't really have anything to do with me. And then it's like, when you really start dealing with the head on, it's like, actually, that has everything to do with what I've experienced in my life. And in order for me to, uh, for that to be, in order for me to, uh, for that to no longer have power over me, I have to go back and address the thing that I, when I felt powerless. And so it's like, and then those different instances where it's like, okay, I'm no longer choosing to, to allow these things to have that much power over me to where I can't progress in my life in this season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so uh, in the name of transparency and, uh, you know, just sharing these things, which you're doing in a book, uh, how do you see people kind of, or how would you encourage someone to, like, kind of break down what's in this book, you know what I mean? Like, I know, like, uh, me and the guys have book club and stuff like that to break things down because we all have something we can glean from Mm. a particular book. So right. uh, do you see that happening? Or like you said, a podcast that kind of kind of came up in this forum. And I, we, we totally encourage you to do that. Yes. I mean, but no problem. Uh, no but, problem. Uh, uh, but yeah, but how would you imagine this kind of helping people, you know, um, and how people could share it? Oh, it is broken down into five different parts. Um, So book club wise, I think it will be helpful to study it in those parts. So the first part I talk about um, basically my childhood, things that I saw growing up, things that I experienced growing up um, and my family's um, history of mental illness because 
people might not think so, but it is genetic. Mm -hmm. um, I was predisposed to some of this stuff before that, I even, you know, because it's genetic. It runs in that, my family. That is real. That's and so real. I talk about that. Um, and then I break down my story, which is making Jesus as Lord, uh, Jesus Lord of my life. Mm -hmm. um, and how, like you said, I think Mela, you said it, that that wasn't just because you made Jesus Lord, that doesn't mean that all of these right. mental health issues just right. disappear. Yeah. And right. so then I go into how I started going to therapy after I made Jesus Lord. And then I go into then needing medication because then therapy wasn't enough for me. Mm -hmm. And then I um, basically talk about practicals. So at the end of the book, um, I give practicals on how people can, or, you know, it's broken down into Jesus therapy and meds, a trifecta at the end. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I give them practicals on, you know, how to stay faithful, what you need to have in your spiritual backpack um also how to find a therapist because it's not one size fits all yeah yeah, yeah. nope has some experiences yep <laughs> go sitting in anybody's office and think that that's you have to find what's right for you mm -hmm. and then even um medication that's not one size fits all either yeah. so i talk about that as well my experiences of having to go from different antidepressants and the side effects of that yeah and because um a lot of that stuff I didn't know going into it. The purpose of this book is to help people so that, you know, they're going through some of the same things they can learn from my experience. Because some of this I had mm -hmm. to learn just as yeah. I went. Yeah. So, JT. So, yeah. So, yeah. And I, you know, that stuff like that, man, like, I feel like that'll be, I feel like you that'll help people free themselves of some shackles that they may have. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I feel like when people put stuff out like that, when they expose themselves, they actually help other people come from up under the things that they're hiding from. You know what I'm saying? Because even just hearing you talk about it, it's just like, man, it's so much stuff that we think is normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's yeah. so much stuff that we don't know that, yo, what we may be feeling may come from generations of feeling this way. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, even like sometimes or some anxieties or feelings of failure, you know what I'm saying? You see, and you be like, hey, man, my mama dealt with this. My grandmama dealt with yep. this. My grandfather yep. dealt with this. You start seeing the patterns because you be like, where did I get this from? You know right. what I'm saying? Because just like right. I tell people, it is a such thing as generational curses. And just like mm -hmm. I told people, I'm just like, yo, even, and that's why I was like, even before I get my wife pregnant, I was just like, man, I want to unpack as much stuff so I don't really have to pass this along to my kid. Yeah, right. If I am, I want to be able to get healthy enough. To, if I see that in my child, I'll be like, hey, let me talk to you about this. You know what I'm saying? Right. I had this going on. You know what I'm saying? Let me let you yeah. know that you ain't walking this walk on your own. Exactly. I said, because that's, that's the way we're going to truly heal our community. You know what I'm saying? Just by saying, all right, I noticed that in you. I may not be the one to talk to, or you may not can't you know, expose what you're truly feeling to me, but I want you to go to counseling and stuff like right. that yeah. to be able to open up. Because just like I tell people, just like sometimes talking to your parents just ain't the easiest thing. You know what I'm saying? And just like sometimes, just like I tell people, just talking to your friends, they ain't enough. They ain't no trained counselors. You know what right. I'm saying? They just gonna tell you what they think. Uh, or if it's a, uh, one of your homeboys, like, 
that's so deep, dog. I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you be like, I, that, that ain't what I wanted to hear, but I, I, I you know what I'm saying? They be like, that's what's I'm a, up. So I'm, I'm going to go, so go cry on my own. I'm going to go cry on my own. You know what I'm saying? Because even yeah. like, I know it's sometimes I, I could, you even my brother and some of my best friend, they was just like, man, I knew it was real for you. Because like, I don't cry for real. You know what I'm saying? But it was one day I was going through something so bad and I couldn't explain it. We were sitting in the car in the parking lot before we walked in the restaurant. I just bucked around crying. And everybody in the car was just silent. They were just like, like, I don't even know what to do with this. You know what I'm saying? They're like, I ain't never seen him hurt. You know what I'm saying? Out. And I was just like, dude, I ain't had nowhere to go with it. I just thought, y'all my boys, you know what I'm saying? And I could do this in front of y'all because I trust y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it, you know, it, it scared people because they don't know how to handle emotions because I still don't know how to handle emotions. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I want to go to counseling. I don't know how to handle emotion when it spill out in front of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get to the point where it's just be like, I don't even you know what to do with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I cope or deal? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's just some things that I know I need to go to counseling about and stuff like that. It's a lot of things I need to go to counseling about. And I need to start back going for real mm-hmm. now that we're having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. I mean, I, I definitely agree with uh, Takaya when, when she says, like, a therapist is not a one-size-fit-all situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized, like, even just, so my dad, he's a, a therapist, or he's been a therapist for, like, 10-plus years. So it's kind of good to have certain conversations with him because he has such a, like, therapy mindset, like, when it comes to, like, how he asks me questions to think through different things that I may, like, uh, bring up in conversation and things like that. But, um I do feel like there are things that I went to therapy for then um, that I am still dealing with now. So it makes me think like, did I really, one, did I truly take advantage of the the opportunity or did I need another therapist to really kind of dig into what what it was really that I needed to talk about and sort through? Because I'm still dealing with the same things that I don't feel like I've broken free truly from the things that you know I went to therapy for therapy for initially. So I do feel like I, I am that like as I'm seeking you know a therapist, like I'm really um, becoming particular because I just know that my experiences in the past haven't been the best. They've been like very surfacey. Like I'm I'm really trying to go deep. And um, I think a lot of times the questions that are asked is not they don't help. They don't help me. It's like questions that my friends already ask and it's like but that's, I don't think that anyways. So yeah, so I think in searching for a therapist, I think that's really important to note. It's like, it's not a one size fit all. Like you really mm-hmm. have to, to seek and search for who that person is gonna be. Yeah, because even like another question I got for you is just like, like when, you know what I'm saying? Like when writing that book, do you did you feel like your emotions coming back up as you spoke through those experiences again you know what i'm saying like did that ever happen to you all the time um so i was going through um trauma-based therapy at the same time as writing my book Mm -hmm. um and that first section of the book where i write about my childhood reliving a lot of that 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 was extremely traumatic Mm -hmm. um so it was hard, but at the same time, it was therapeutic as well. Yeah. There were a lot of tears cried, like a lot. Right. 
but yeah. I got to unpack that with my therapist. Um, I actually was seeing two therapists at the time, one for postpartum and then my therapist that I see long term. So yeah. I was able to unpack how I was feeling and she held me accountable as well with writing a book. But yeah, it, it was definitely a lot. And then putting it on paper, it's like, dang, like yeah. <laughs> all this happened. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like definitely I only, get it. I, yeah, I can only imagine because that's what made me think about. It. I was like, "Yo, you writing writing something that to the core and bringing yeah. that core out and actually yeah. putting it in front of you is just like looking in the mirror the whole time." You know what I'm saying? Right, I, right. exactly. Because I know exactly. if it was me, I even like if I'm writing uh, uh, in my journal, I'm like sometimes I write some stuff. I just be like, "Hey, man, that was tough right there." You know, I'm gonna come back to that in a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna come back. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna have to. I got to push back a minute to sit and sort myself out. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I know just like just like you're saying, this is these are your memoirs. So I can only imagine. You know what I'm saying? How deep you go into it, and like even if you know what I'm saying, like what if like or it's gonna be a part two to this, or is it gonna be some other books? Because I know sometimes you get something and it may it hit, but you know life still go on and it may be still some stories to write on on and on. Mm -hmm. I feel like there will be a part two um, with the memoir, but I'm also still trying to write that book about these adventures. Yeah, as a teacher, because <laughs> <laughs> some of those things that I've seen, yeah. right. <laughs> That could be a reality show. That's uh, <laughs> hey, my, I, hey, listen, I might read it and be like, you know what? This might be a good film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, because even just, because <laughs> even like when you say teacher stuff, I'm like, hey, man, I, I can only imagine what teachers go through. Because I just be like, mm -hmm. these are the most underpaid, underfunded people that have yes. one of the most important jobs on this one yes you know what i'm saying and i'm just like i i don't like i tell people like that, that would be the first thing i fix if i become president teachers gonna have to have a six-figure salary we're gonna get a yes you know what i'm saying we're gonna, have to, gonna have to go get the money from somewhere even when right. we got the defense budget down they get billions of dollars just to play with rockets <laughs> right but, exactly you know, but in, in your book, do you even discuss like so? Is it just totally the memoirs, or do you bring a little bit of what goes on in your life as a teacher in it, or is that just gonna be a whole separate entity? Um, I do bring up um, something that happened to me as a teacher that kind of led me to fall into a depression. Yeah. yeah. So there's not like a whole section on me as a teacher, yeah. but I definitely there because I talk about you know, all of my mental health issues. I talk about some of what contributed to that. And mm -hmm. that job was one of the things that contributed. Got to. Got so to. I do. <sighs> You're oh, back. He's He's back. 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 I'd use my phone, guys. <laughs> had to go on network, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I don't right. know what happened. It's all right, we man, concerned. you know what I'm saying? We were concerned. We thought Brittany had beat you up. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> you just seen your square go black. <laughs> right. Wow, wow, And wow. Takaya just took over as the host, and I was like, okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, start breaking some stuff down, you know, giving it to us raw. 
like sushi. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm glad the uh, stream kept going. That's what's important. Yes. Yeah, that's what's important. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, um, but yeah, I, I can see how um, that would. I think that's why I was really scared to write my book because I've been trying to write it for the last year. <laughs> but I think it's because I'm just trying to like, man, I think because I, I see a lot of videos or I was going to do a coach thing, but they would just do it too much. Um, but I was just like, yeah, I definitely going to have to have some like accountability with the person that understands the, uh, the process. But then also too, it's just like, man, because I'm writing about my life too. And I'm like, do I really want to go there to these yeah. different things? Because in order for me to, because I think when I started writing it, it was like, what the, th the things that happened to me. So the name of my book is going to be called Shift. And um, it's, it's, it was launched from something that happened in my life uh, around, I think maybe it was like the year before last, I think I went to this conference that uh, Jazz um, invited me and Tina to um, it was like for creatives and people like in the church or whatever. And there was like a specific uh, class that I went to and uh, I felt overwhelmed and my heart started to get really hard because I, even though they gave us every piece of resource that we needed to excel, you know, within that uh, lane with it. So like it was a advanced filmmaking. So they were just kind of going through like storyboards and different things that you can kind of present to pastors. So like, if you have like a video you want to shoot for a series that they're doing, like, you know, these are some tools that you can have. So I would think that I would walk out confident, but <laughs> I felt like defeated because I was just yeah. like, this is a lot of information and I don't even know where to begin. Um, let alone do I feel like I have an adequate amount of help to be able to, you know, successively do it. And um, I just felt really, really like uh, sad. And we were in the general session and Tina came over and she's like, is everything okay? And I was like, nope. <laughs> I didn't really know how to articulate that, but I just started to pray and I was just crying. Um, and then like, as soon as I opened my eyes, like God just gave me the vision for like everything. And I feel like a lot of the, where it stemmed from is like, there were so many things that God shifted in my life that year. Like my car was broken into, my laptop and my camera and stuff was stolen. And then my car was repossessed. And then it was like a shift, like everything, like there was like, uh, even at the beginning of the year, my account was hacked. I didn't have a job, you know, that way I couldn't catch up with my bills. When I did get a job, it was only like, I was making them like, not enough money to even pay the bills to keep a roof over my head, asking people for money to help me with this. It was just like so many things that happened. And I feel like God was like doing that purposely to shift my perspective on what he was trying to get me to pay attention to, but then not realizing like he's been doing that the whole entire time. So it's like, now I got to go back and address that. So I think you expressing that kind of gives me that motivation now. It's like, okay, when I find the right therapist, <laughs> not when I find it, I can start now, but like, I think finding that right therapist is gonna help me through that process. Cause as I start writing about these things, I need to really start unpacking it because I don't wanna just continue to talk from a, a place of hurt to where like, there's no resolve, if that right. makes sense. Like, but I still wanna, you know, express the pain, but say like, these are the things, these are the ways that I've, been able to overcome and still am overcoming you know to give you that hope as well so I don't want to just express all my hurt and pain and then have no like you know hope for people so so yeah that gives me some encouragement yeah that's that sounds 
really awesome. Um, I hope I didn't miss too much. I'm gonna go back and and listen and and look. Um, but uh, we mentioned that you are a teacher, and that is very relevant to today in this mm -hmm. COVID environment. Mm -hmm. So, what I'd like to ask is, what would you want? the one thing or just very important things you would want people to know about being a teacher like that no one talks about? <laughs> Let me think about that because I don't know who's watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got they, to make sure I'm saying the right thing. Watching, watching. <laughs> um, I think that you, you need to be somewhere where you're supported as an educator, um, having worked at a place where that wasn't necessarily the case, mm -hmm. it, it'll break you down. Um, I do talk about that in my book about how I almost left the profession because of that. Mm -hmm. um, so just knowing like when you're looking for a job in education, knowing how to ask the right questions. And now I know to ask like, what's your retention rate, <laughs> the turnover rate? you know, mm. how do you support your teachers? Those types of things. So just make sure that you're working somewhere where you have support from administration and make sure you have friends because that's the only reason I survived at that last job. That's the only reason why I stayed is because I had my teacher friends, mm -hmm. like my squad. Yeah. So we could, you know, go back to our classroom and talk about people. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm I just have to find that at this job now because I just started a new job. So yeah, yeah so you gotta rebuild. You know, once upon <laughs> right. a time, people wanted me to be a teacher, and I was just like too violent to be a teacher. I mean, what kind of teacher do you want to be? No, I, I, my mom. I know my mom asked me, she's like, oh, you should be a math teacher. And I was just like, <laughs> oh that'd be the most lit math class ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, you know, like male teachers. <laughs> oh no, man! Oh yeah, I, that part I, we do need black male teachers. I, I was too. Uh, uh, I told. I was like, "Hey, man, let me tell you something. If I was teaching high school, I'd be fired the first day. Cause soon as one little thundercat coming in, talking about what he gonna do to me, I'll be like." Come up here and square off me, and if you you got that square up. Oh, math reference, but I'm cheap. I give what I will say is, yeah. it depends on what district you work in, what you can get away with, and I'll just leave it at that. I, I heard, I heard and that I one time. You know what I'm saying? Because so one one dude telling me like, man, what? Because I've Come said a thing by. or two. You know, you have to let them know. <laughs> you know what, what you're saying? not about to do is uh. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I know you might think you at your mama house, but you're not. But you're not. You know what I'm saying? What you came in, what you came in here told me you'll leave out dragging. There's a kitchen set over there, but this is my classroom. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's all, man. That's just good stuff, man. I'm telling you, like. <laughs> oh, Steve is going to get I could I couldn't see myself being a teacher, man. Every time I think about it, I was just like, nah. You have thick skin though. I think that that's something you need as a teacher, because they will, depending on where you're at, they'll try to run you out. I've seen mm -hmm. it happen. Yeah. Uh okay. So, so you know what I'm 
Yeah. I tried the teacher thing. It wasn't for no, me. I'm going to just go back to IT. That's it. That's what I'm going to work at. A little bad thing. <laughs> math, my, math, math, my thing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, exactly, Russell. Hands are rated E for everybody. Everybody. Period. Because you know I put some olive oil that I prayed over and throw them things. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Coming there with some wet, wet hyssop trees and go to thrashing people, kids. Ah, ah. Get out, she demon. You know, wow. Hey, Steve. I said I have stories of things I've I'm had. I'm sure. And um, I'm really excited to, to hear that. When you yeah. retire, write right. a book about that. Right. <laughs> I, ain't, I don't have time. Right. Yeah, right. Right now, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? You're still in the prime of your United Now, if you take off as an author, you know, you start getting them right. you know, $500,000, million dollar signing deals. You know, you huh? can go ahead and put that book out here. Right. You know and I'm telling man. it all. <laughs> <laughs> you, Sheila. Start getting DMs. Yes, I was talking about you. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Did the shoe fit? <laughs> Steve, you straight? Yes. All right. uh, I keep going in and out. With this letter over there. Exactly, man. It's all right, man. You know this has not happened to me in quite some time. But, uh, so yes, um, so I guess the final question I would have is how has your faith shaped you? Or, you know. You break it up. Yeah, we ain't hear none of that. We said, how is how your, does faith your faith? How does your faith Send it in the text message. <laughs> Put it in the uh, comments. <laughs> Super. Super. I'll do that. But yeah. How's your faith shaped you during this shot, this time with all this going on? Oh, Lord. Okay. It's been a roller coaster, to be honest. Um, I think at the beginning, when I first started going through all this stuff, like, my faith was on point. Like, I'm like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be healed in a month. And then mm -hmm. as stuff kept going on, I'm like, okay, this is not the right medication. Mm -hmm. My psychiatrist is not listening to me. I'm still having panic attacks six months in. Yeah. You know, I've had to rely on other people. Um, I've had friends that I've had to call, Tina, Janae, Naya, like they've had to come here and sit with me sometimes. Um, last night I had a moment and Tina, I had to call her and she had to just pray because I was having a moment. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I said, it's been a roller coaster. Some days I'm a lot more faithful than others, but on those other days I have a squad, like a spiritual squad that I can rely mm -hmm. on. And one day, cause he, come on, squad. Come on one day, like in and out of the hospital with me praying with me through panic attacks like he he's definitely been a real one so if anything come on man of god right you know what i'm saying you need a support but, you know yes but you know and, it, and i like that you said that too because i don't think a lot of people understand what a support system is supposed to 
consists of it. Mm-hmm. You need solid people around you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you need solid people around you. Just like you said, one of your therapists was tripping, they weren't listening. They were hearing you, but they weren't hearing you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And even like going through that, like how did that affect your mentality? Like knowing that you're going to somebody they, they ain't hearing you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like you talk to a wall or something. Uh it it made me angry to be honest. And yeah. I had to find a new psychiatrist because Number one, psychiatrists are not cheap. Nope. Um, my first psychiatrist, no offense to y'all, he was a man. So he didn't understand postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. He, he didn't understand any of that. So he was basically telling me that I, that's not what I was suffering from. He, I didn't need to be on anxiety medication. I needed to be on this particular medication. And keeping it real, I ended up in a mental institution on that medication went back to him telling him that my therapist said I need to change medication and he still wasn't listening mm-hmm. so at that point I was like you know what this yeah. ain't it right it's not gonna work so there's yeah. like <laughs> you need to be an advocate for yourself yeah a lot of times mm. because just because they're a psychiatrist does not mean they have your best interest at heart I right. have stories about that too <laughs> that might be for another day. Yeah, bitches of yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because I even, like, I like the fact that you said it, because I don't think a lot of people, because I it's something that I, I was even telling one of my one of my family members about, like, yo, just when a person ain't hearing you and stuff like that, it's all right to go somewhere else. Just because they got mm-hmm. a, a degree don't mean they, they hear all, end That's all, facts. be all of everything exactly. that you have going on. Because if they're, if you, it's just like I was telling you, like, if you got a pain that you got, and they obviously telling you that you're not in pain, but you can barely move or you can barely speak or think or whatever and stuff like that. And and whatever medication they gave you ain't doing nothing but making you worse. You kind of got to start using your brain and saying like, all right, what they doing to me is not helping me. I'm right. obviously in the wrong place. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. all this dude is doing is just pushing his own objective. I don't even, right. you know, think he's doing his job right, for real. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I feel you on that. Right. Absolutely. Well. You know, well, I, I don't know uh, where Steve is. Yeah, we don't know uh, where Steve is. We're just gonna cut Steve out, man. You know what I'm saying? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just muting my picture for the moment, just sort of stay in the conversation. But, um, but it's been a great conversation. Um, TJ Ungalusi, Ogun Lucy. Uh, <laughs> uh, check out her book. Um, it'll be available digital on uh, August 14th, correct? This week, yes. This week. Yes. Oh, a note before you go on. My my mom and her husband's wedding anniversary is on that same day, too. Yay! <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, everybody, go get that book, man. Go get it. You I got mine. Yeah, hey. I got my order. I was number five. I tried to be number one, but it ain't happened for them. I was too slow. <laughs> Secret one day was You're number in the one. number. You're in the number. Oh man, because he was an inside person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before I put up. this out here, you buy the book first. Exactly. Uh, put, like, exactly. Your chance to line up. You my man, so show up, right. and show out. <laughs> and he did. That's what's up. That's what's up, but we you know we're glad to have you. Thank you. 
Yes. Thank y'all for Thank having you. me. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You know I, I I like the uh things you brought forth for our uh Christian community where if they mm-hmm. don't think therapy can help them. It's a great hey, hey y'all. Some of y'all out here don't know how to act and it's reason you don't know how to act because you ain't talked to nobody about how you uh-huh. act. So you need go talk to somebody. Go talk to somebody. Maybe some medication too. Exactly. Yeah, some medication. Exactly. Because if you need medication, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. You know right. what I'm saying? We all in a life that we don't really understand. And things happen around us that we cannot handle sometimes. Yeah. Just by because it's like I tell people, sometimes we just ain't got the things that'll help pull us through. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it like two of my aunts, you know what I'm saying, on my father's side had the same thing going on with them and they needed it. But people try to tell them they ain't need it and they end yeah. up putting them in a place that they couldn't even come back from. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. And you know what I'm saying? So it was it stuff like that. I tell people, hey man, do what you gotta do, man. Get healthy yep. the way you need to get healthy. Ain't nothing yep. wrong with that. Right, right. So we're gonna wrap this up with some some final thoughts. We'll uh start with our special guest. Final thoughts, Takaya. Um really Darius just said it all. Um, if you need therapy go to therapy we all need Jesus and if you need medication take the medication know that it's a process it takes six to eight weeks or more for the medication to kick in it might not be the right medication for you it's trial and error and one thing I didn't get a chance to mention is that sometimes your kids need therapy too and Mara was in therapy earlier this year. And because I went through anxiety, I saw the signs and I made her go to therapy. So don't be afraid, parents, to put your kids in therapy if they need to be. Oh, and buy my book. Y'all better buy her book. I'm going to get the postman to send y'all letters if y'all don't buy a book. <laughs> I can't. Final thoughts, uh, Melody. Oh gosh, final thoughts. This was a good episode today, y'all. Like, I really feel good about this this conversation. Um, But yeah, I think just to kind of reiterate what Takaya has already said, um, advocate for yourself and not just when it comes to the process of finding a therapist or what medication works for you, but just in life. Don't Mm -hmm. allow people just to run over you and just agree to disagree. Like, make your voice known. You know, I think that's something I've learned over the past year is to just be an advocate for myself. And if there's something that doesn't sit right with me, that I have a voice and that I'm not going to agree with everybody and what they have to say. Um, and that's okay. Because if we were all the same, <laughs> this world would be uh, interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, so, yeah, continue to advocate, you know, for yourself and check out my episode that's dropping tomorrow morning. I'm excited to read. We still that. dabbing. Are we still dabbing? I don't know. This generation I, is doing a lot more. I I never started things. I never started. <laughs> yeah, I I pick up stuff late and just start. You know what I'm saying? Doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because well, history repeats itself. So since I'm 37 now, you know what I'm saying? I'm just start being that guy. I'm gonna be that uncle that show up on my nephews and do lame stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> But anyways, wow. those are my final thoughts. Advocate for yourself. Uh, final thoughts, Stephen Neal. 
Well, I would say this has been a great conversation about uh, getting healing uh, where you need it, using all of God's resources, uh, mm -hmm. because God has provided all of us these resources. Mm -hmm. um, and like it's been said, I know uh, Darius said it on the program, Quay, uh, a friend of ours, he has said this as well, and I'll follow his lead. Um, as soon as I get the word that the bundle of joy is on the way, uh, definitely, maybe even before then, of course, I'm going to unpack some things that kind of like some latent anger I've had with my parents and how yeah. things turned out. Yeah. Mm. Um, I come from three generations of divorce. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that all has a factor in, you know, what I saw marriage to be parenthood to be. And, uh, I know I'm definitely going to unpack that because, you know, I owe it to my offspring to start healing. Yeah. So, uh, so this definitely was a great conversation toward Absolutely. that. Um, and also our podcast drops tomorrow as well. We're recording tomorrow. We'll probably drop it the same, same day, probably at night, Monday night. Uh, so check Spotify, Apple for FCX, the film crew experience, search it just like that. Um, and yeah, that's my final thought. Hey, that's what's up. Good yeah. stuff. Final thought, Darius J. Uh, 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 uh. Well, along the lines of what we talked about today, you know, um, and uh, just to push it further and kind of like bring it full circle, it's, um, Life is not easy. I say this often. I say it all the time on this podcast. And it, life is hard to face alone. You know what I'm saying? And then some of the things that you and Takai was talking about, like she had friends, a husband, therapy, medication. All those things are needed when people mm -hmm. need them, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. Because just like, I remember this was something that um, <clears throat> Dave Chappelle said, and I always like took it to heart, you know what I'm saying? Because some people say it to you and you don't think that nothing. I have to catch myself for saying it a lot too. You know what I'm saying? That people are crazy. No, you know what I'm saying? That's just an excuse for people. That's a cop out to me when people just say, oh, they crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's a cop out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That just means you ain't ready to deal with what they got going on. You don't even want to try to offer the hand to give them help. Yeah. And that, that that stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like when he said that, because he, he was going through something in his life, you know what I'm saying? Around the end of the Chappelle show that he had to just break out and go do something and go get himself healed too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And we can't just label people as crazy. Yeah. We can't label people, you know what I'm saying, with you know, the things that give us excuse to back away from what they got going on, to be the helping hand, to be the love, the the, yeah. the, the strong tower that they need around them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because just like, even like you said, sometimes then, I ain't saying that Jesus ain't enough, but Jesus needs some supplements behind it for some people too. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing wrong with seeking help. It's nothing wrong with talking about your generational curses. Nothing wrong with talking about your brokenness. There's yeah. nothing wrong with seeking guidance, help, and 
don't feel bad for doing that because if somebody try to make you feel bad for doing that, they don't need to be around you for real. They ain't right, got right. Yeah. At heart. And um, don't be afraid to reveal yourself to the people that love you because some people really want to help. They see what's going on, but they don't know how to approach you. It's kind of like playing double dutch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how to come in and say, I want to help. You know what I'm saying? Because they we ain't really fully exposed ourselves to them to be able to allow them to help. You know what I'm saying? So they don't really know where to step in at. They don't even know they need to just stand there and just look at you and be like, hey, I just want you to know I'm here. Yeah. Or they need to sit beside you, hold your hand, rub your back, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or help you go on the journey or, you know, get in a psychiatrist and all the other things that may be needed. But you also need those people in your corner because just like sometimes some people try to get over some people will help you realize that, hey, some people are trying to get old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, build your circle up around you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Seek, it's Absolutely. okay to seek therapy. I think black people need therapy, period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as a whole, Real. it's some stuff that we don't have come down the generation from pipeline that mm-hmm. just skated on from one generation to the next and they land on us. And we be like, why I got this thing feeling, why I got this bad feeling about around me, why I'm always anxious, why I'm always angry, and, you know, you, you never know that those things, man, they just been passed on for you. You had somebody that was around you that was angry, you know what I'm saying, that was in your bloodline and just never got to deal with it. They probably drank themselves through or smoked themselves through it and all that stuff like that. But in the end, you know what I'm saying, Jesus is king. Yeah. Like Kanye say, and therapy is real. It helps. And medication is real. It helps. So if you need all of them, like Takai said, if you need them all, get them all. Use them all. Utilize them. Mm-hmm. Help yourself be healthy. That's my final thought. All right. So another one in the books for season four. Yay. This has been Conversate and we talked about it.